Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Liam Maiklem, KCBS Foodie Chap, Fintown Tavern in the Castro, San Francisco. Chef Steve Dustin, good to see you, mate. How are you? Good to see you as well. I uh, always begin by asking, what are we drinking? We're drinking the Scribe Rosé. Ooh, shall we? Yes. Uh, as I say back in Ireland, slancha. Cheers. Here we go. Oh, my. Oh, refreshing. Gift from the gods right yes. there. Uh, we're going to talk about this amazing dish we have before us in just a moment. Your journey, firstly. Going back in time, grew up in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Where were you born? And who was cooking in the family and what was coming out of the kitchen? Uh, so I was born in South Haven, Michigan, which is a little teeny tiny beach town um, on the southwest coast of Michigan. Yeah. And uh, my mom was cooking for the most part. Um, my father was a school teacher. My mom was a stay-at-home mom and, and cooked for the three kids. Favorite dishes? Uh, favorite dishes? I'd have to say definitely the lasagna that she cooked. Yeah. Um, most unfavorite dish was probably the lemon chicken. <laughs> I hope mom's not listening. <laughs> she's I, probably not. I, no, she's, she's a big fan of the foodie chap, let me tell you. Uh, what was it about that dish that she made, the lasagna, that you loved so much? Um, I think it definitely was the meat sauce and the fact that she was putting um, cottage cheese in it instead of ricotta. Ooh. Yeah. That makes a difference. It does make a difference. Uh, and then, you know, cuisine from the region, Michigan, a lot of hearty food, uh, a little surf and turf. It's a beach town, so some good seafood, right? Yeah, we definitely had a lot of lake perch and a lot of uh, trout and, and uh, freshwater salmon. Yeah. Uh, what ignited that passion for cooking and cuisine in your belly? When did that fire in your belly first ignite? I think it was around age 18 when I started at my first restaurant, and it really, to me, felt like a sports team. Um, I played soccer for years, and it was uh, the camaraderie in the kitchen and everybody working together, and no no one went down, and everybody helped everybody out, and I, I really, really liked um, the feel of being in the kitchen and the excitement of it. Do you remember your first triumph, your first culinary triumph? Um, I would say it was at that first restaurant, and it was 4th of July, and we did over 500 covers in about four and a half hours um, and because everybody was going to get out to see the fireworks real yeah. quick. You yeah. know? And so it, we had to get everybody in and out. Uh, and in terms of a dish, the first dish that you really triumphed, were proud of, you cooked for Mama, made her proud? Um, I don't know that I would make the same dish now, but that dish I did cook for them was a salmon dish, and I made the citrus yogurt, uh, which I basically just took yogurt and orange juice and put it together with a little salt and served it in an orange peel. How did mom uh, react to that? She loved it. Um, I did it as as a date night gift for her and my father. Uh, and dad? Dad cooked it all in the kitchen ever? Dad did do a little cooking in the kitchen, but mostly, you know, as the Midwesterners do, dad cooked on the grill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk about your first, uh, you know, your first job in the kitchen. You said you had the many covers, July 4th weekend. Uh, but your culinary journey went beyond Michigan, uh, Atlanta, New York, San Francisco. Uh, tell me about the first gig you had leaving home, that first job. So the first one was actually still in Michigan. I shot up to Grand Rapids, Michigan for about four years um, and got a 
job at 1913 Room, which was the only four-star, five-star, four-star, five-diamond restaurant in Michigan. So you thought, I'll start at the top. I'll start at the top. And there's a real quick, funny story. It's in a hotel. I went in and said, I want to work for 1913 Room. They're like, well, what do you know how to cook? And I was like, well, you know, I can make burgers and steaks and clam chowder. And they're like, well, how do you make clam chowder? I was like, well, you you open a can of clams and then (laughs) you open a can of potatoes and you boil it with milk. And they were like, you can start in the room service kitchen. Uh, But three months into it, um, they found that I did have a passion for it and I didn't know how to cook. And they moved me into the fine dining restaurant. Not too much in your arsenal today that comes out of a can though, right? Not much at all. Uh, Very fresh uh, ingredients, uh, raw ingredients, a lot of farmer's market um, going and stuff like that. Tell me about cooking in Atlanta, Georgia, the South. Atlanta was wonderful. I worked for the restaurant Canoe, uh, which is still open today down there. It was the largest four-star in the country. Um, American Southern uh, food, uh, lots of duck and sweet potatoes and um, roasted chicken on a firewood grill. And and it was just a beautiful place to work. Soul food, comfort food. Soul food, comfort food, and on on an elevated level, which is kind of what we're doing here at uh, Fintown. Uh, We're almost at Fintown. We're going to get here in just a moment. (laughs) New York City. There you are, young chef. The Big Apple, the bright lights, uh, and competition yes. like no other city on the planet. Uh, New York City is like no other city on the planet, and it is nuts. And, and the, uh, the cooks out there and the chefs out there are the hardest working people that I know. Yeah. Um, so when I went to New York, uh, again, shot for the best, and I went and worked for David Boulay um, for chef. a year. Incredible chef, yeah. um, incredible tenure in New York. Um, after that, I moved to the Harrison restaurant and worked for Jimmy Bradley and ran the Harrison. Um, I then had a short uh, time at Mesa Grill and ran Mesa Grill for Bobby Flay. Sure. And then shot over to... Well, I said it was nice. Was it nice working for Bobby Flay? Uh, no comment. No. Uh, Bobby Flay's a great guy, and he is yeah. one of the hardest working chefs out there. Sure. You know, yeah. not exactly my style of food, but, but yeah. an incredible guy. Uh, and with every chef, there are lessons to be learned, right? Yes, of course. Um, and then I finished out my time in New York at my favorite restaurant, Monument Lane, uh, which was a small little restaurant, quaint place um, in the West Village um, that we focused on sustainable, organic, local ingredients, bringing in whole animals, heading to the green market four times a week. Uh, it was just amazing. You would eventually come west. What brought you west? Um, honestly, better living. Yeah. You know, it's uh, incredible weather out here. We As don't you said better living. I, I, yes, we have to, exactly. I have to toast you and take notes. <laughs> hmm. Better living. You come west. Better living. We came west. Uh, no more winter. Um, we could have a car again, me and my Goodbye wife. winter. Goodbye winter. I like the winter out here. It's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, here in the Bay Area, I always tell people, it is consistently average. Never too hot, never too cold. Right there in the middle, around 65. Yep. It's beautiful. And it's funny, uh, I've always been kind of a beach person myself, and yeah. so I was a little concerned coming out here with the temperature being around that 65. Sure. It took me three months, and I'm completely in love with it, and I don't ever want to leave. Uh, you did some time uh, at some of my favorite restaurants in the city uh when i say you did time you, you cooked in the kitchens uh at marlow the cavalier uh i mean great spots mm-hmm. here in the city chef jennifer puccio uh and a weinberg what a team yeah they're an incredible team out here um jennifer puccio is an incredible chef to work for and anna is an incredible restaurateur and has uh, beautifully designed restaurants yeah uh well here we are we are at Fintown Tavern, the Castro Market Street, here in San Francisco. A young man, Rick Hamer, had a dream to have his own bar and restaurant, his own tavern. Uh, and he has fulfilled that dream. I call this spot my cheers. Uh, it's a place I love to come to 
often after an event, if I'm hosting something, I just sneak in here, sit at the end of the bar, have a little nightcap. Equally, it's a great place. You can come for an intimate dinner for two, come here with a few pals for brunch, sit here where we are at the secret bar at the back of the restaurant. Uh, this is a restaurant uh, that serves many people in all kinds of ways, right? Mm-hmm. No, this is a restaurant for everybody. Um, it's a beautiful restaurant, and like you said, it could be for date night, it could be for special occasions, it could be, you come here three, four times a week, you know, and sit at the bar. Um, yeah. But it's just a beautiful place to kind of sit in and enjoy yourself, relaxing. So, you meet Rick, you look at the menu. What did you think of the menu, uh, the original menu, when you first uh, came here to Fintown? Um, I thought it was an interesting menu. I liked it. Um, I liked the style and the direction that they were going. That's Rick calling. He's, yeah, he's, he's saying, you better be saying nice things. <laughs> um, and uh, I really liked it, but I, I, at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm a chef of my own, and I yeah. wanted to put my own twists on sure. it and uh, get, get back in the kitchen here. So, what are the new items that you brought to the menu here? So, uh, one of the new items is uh, Country Pride Pork. Um, which is my play on a buffalo chicken wing. There's mm. a twist. And nice. so we basically take pork tenderloins and pound them out, <clears throat> bread them, and then shallow fry them until they're crispy, like you'd have country fried steak with country fried pork. Yeah. Um, there is a lovely sweet parsnip puree that goes on the bottom of the dish that is similar to, like, let's say, your blue cheese dressing. And then the twist is we serve it with broccolini that's been seared on the flat top. Um, and then coated in this butter um, and pickled jalapeno vinegar. Wow. Um, so there's your spicy, your nice. buttery. Um, so it's kind of like a, a buffalo chicken wing, um, but on a different yeah. version. Well, joyfully today, I'm going to spend a little bit of time in the heat of the kitchen with you. Uh, and you have cooked up, whipped up this absolute delish dish. Uh, a combination of some of my favorite things on the planet. Talk us through the dish. So this is our tuna casserole. And um, it, as we've been saying all day, is not your mama's tuna casserole. Um, Not your mama's. Not your mama's. This is typically what I would say is our signature dish here. It kind of says everything there is about Fintown in this dish. Um, So we're using uh, sashimi-grade ahi tuna, um, searing it on the flat top uh, so it's nice and rare in the middle. Um, Slicing it is going over the top of your nice, creamy, awesome egg noodles uh, with Hint of the Woods mushrooms and fresh English peas. A um, little bit of salt and cracked black pepper, and then it's finished with uh, cheddar cheese and fresh pea shoots. I'm drooling. Uh, it would be naughty to sit here together, Chef. Grab a fork, <laughs> dive in. Folks at home, Fintown, Market Street, and the Castro. Uh, you have to venture here. Uh, try Chef Steve, Dustin's new menu, uh, and a little pasta. I got to have a little tuna on this as well. You got to have tuna. You know, this could be a big bite. You may have to do the talking for a little bit. Uh, and tell us, tell, us, uh, tell us what's on the menu here. What else is on the menu? Um, well, we have some fun new bites that we put on the menu. Um, so we kind of redesigned the menu so you could have some snacks as you come in right away. Um, one of them is a crispy Brussels sprout dish uh, that's based on like a salt and vinegar chip. So we basically uh, quickly fry, flash fry the Brussels sprouts. And they're nice and crispy and toasty. They're tossed with apple cider vinegar and uh, Bartlett pears. A little bit of salt, and then the dish is finished with pistachios and Aleppo pepper and a touch of honey. Wow. Yeah. Still drooling. Yep. Uh, that dish is sensational. That is not your mama's no. uh, tuna casserole. It is not. But, boy, uh, does it blend just the best of, of the region here. Great seafood, great produce, amazing pasta. Uh, and a passionate, talented chef. Yeah, uh, and I tell you, you couldn't what, be here, but Steve's I'm jo- <laughs> Steve I'm is joking, here. Steve, Steve's here. Don't worry. Um, I have to ask you outside the kitchen. What are your passions? What are your loves? 
Well, if you look at my Instagram page, you will find dogs and motorcycles. Um, so I had two dogs for a long time. I had a boxer named Marley. I love boxers. Um, Great dogs. He is amazing. He he was 10 years with us. Yeah. And then uh, we have a little pit bull rescue, um, which is named Paige. Yeah. And so the idea over there, we had Bob Marley and Jimmy Page, yeah. you know, big musicians. Love it. Um, and so that's kind of my home life is the dogs and the wife. And then uh, we also uh, ride motorcycles. Yeah. And I just went down to Laguna Seca last week and rode on the track. You did not. I did. How was that? Uh, amazing. There's a class day down there, and you spend all day on the track. Yeah. And they teach you how to ride quick but safely. Sure. Um, nice. And it's, it's just an amazing feeling. Uh, I love to ask this of chefs. A lot of chefs have ink. Tell me about the ink on your arms. I mean, every chef I know has tattoos. Talk us through it. What do you uh, have? Well, it is kind of a new thing, I guess, for chefs. Um, this was a three-year project on my left arm. Um, a gentleman out of Brooklyn Tattoo did it named Gabe. Um, and it's all vegetables and fish and meat. So you have a lovely pig at the top. Yeah. We have uh, fish on the bicep that's already been cut up and ready to go for steaks. Uh, we have you know what's funny? When you flex your bicep there, it smiles a little. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I can flex it a little <laughs> Look at those bit. guns. <laughs> those are culinary guns right there. Yeah. Um, there's a lovely heritage breed rooster here on the back of the forearm. Yeah. And then the rest is all vegetables, English peas and heirloom carrots, uh, lavender, artichokes, beets, treviso. I mean, the whole thing is covered beautifully and, and just lots of color. Who did the art? Um, Gabe, uh, out of uh, Brooklyn Tattoo, did yeah. the art in, in, in New York. It took about three years to, to finish the whole arm. That 14 sessions. Good Lord. Yes. So did you have the carrot session? You had the, uh, you had the tomato yeah, we had session? the pig session. Yeah. And then we had the, uh, the apple session. And then we had the fish session. And then we kind of went down and outlined the entire bottom in yeah. one session. And, and then, then went you, back and colored in things in, in individual sessions. And then wrapped up with the cock session yeah. at the end. Yes, exactly. Yes. What a lovely, what a lovely yes. note to end on. Yes. Uh, you say rooster, I say cock. Exactly. You know, it's all right. You know. Uh, we are here at Fintown. Uh, new chef in the house, Chef Steve Dustin. Uh, thank you so much, Steve, for spending some time with us. Excited to come in uh, and try out the menu for those who want to come and visit Fintown. It's here in Market Street, the Castro in San Francisco. Uh, and you guys are open seven nights a week, right? Yep. We have dinner seven nights a week, and we have brunch on the weekends uh, from 10 until 2.30. I hope to see you here often. I'll be yeah. here often. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you will. Thank you. If Rick Hamer's got anything to do with it, I know. I'm just kidding. We love you, Rick. We love you, Rick. Yes, we do. Uh, let's drink to Rick, to Fintown, to uh, you, and this Chef is Rick's Rose. It is, absolutely. From Scribe Winery. Here we go. Mm. That is super tasty. Folks at home, more on Chef Steve Dustin's story, plus the recipe, Not Your Mama's Tuna Casserole. You'll find it all at cbssf.com and click on Foodie Chap. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.